Jets fans, Winnipeg is just about to start off their playoff run next week. And with one final game uh, of the regular season, the Jets closed out with a loss to the Colorado Avalanche. But who cares? The Jets are in, and now it's time to look ahead. We'll dive into all of what's coming up next week and beyond on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so, of course, is free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just love and appreciate your support. Now, on tonight's episode, obviously, it is time to start talking about Winnipeg in the postseason and why I think this particular playoff run is incredibly important for the franchise, not just because, you know, there's there's likely a lot of change coming in the offseason, but also because this is kind of this group's last chance at winning something together. And, you know, it would be a nice send off if the Jets could close out this chapter of the team with a huge victory, because after this season, If we're being honest, things are starting to feel a little bit concerning about Winnipeg's long-term future in Winnipeg, right? That the Jets might be in some trouble, and I I think we're getting mixed messaging from the front office and from the ticket staff that makes me worry about where this team is going long-term. But in the meantime, we still have playoffs. We've still got a team that is ready to compete and is raring to go. The Jets obviously now know that they will be facing off against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. This is going to be a very tough matchup, but I think between the two, as I've said on previous episodes, you know, Vegas is a better team overall than the Oilers are, but Edmonton has one of the most potent finishing combos in all of hockey. And when Drysaddle and McDavid are apart, they have found a way to make that work on a pretty consistent basis. This team is just shooting the lights out. Their goaltending, it's a little bit suspect, uh, but you know this this is an Oilers team that, quite frankly, I would not have wanted the Jets to face, mostly because of the special teams. If the Jets get on the PK too often, which Edmonton is good at drawing penalties, it would not have favored the Jets. But with an even-strength series, the Jets might have a chance against Vegas. The Knights are not as good as they were a few years ago. Mark Stone might not be 100% fit, and the goaltending is certainly not at the level that it was when Fleury was stonewalling Winnipeg all the way to a Stanley Cup Finals appearance. So the Jets, in some ways, they're probably a little bit happier about this matchup than some of the other ones that they might have been thinking about, right? Again, this is not the the best option. This is not even um, the, the matchup that I would have preferred. It'd have been nice if Winnipeg could have taken care of business earlier in the season and avoided having to face one of the top two seeds in either the Central or the Pacific. But this is where the Jets are now. Winnipeg doesn't have much of a choice. They're kind of trapped here, and it is what it is. But, you know, going forward, Winnipeg now has a chance to try and advance out of the first round. We talked about it on the previous episode, you know, what Winnipeg's odds might might actually be uh, for getting out of round one. I have to be honest, if you look at statistical models, it's not going to be good. But 
intuitively, I'm just going to say I feel like it's it's going to be a relatively close series. It wouldn't shock me if it goes to seven games. And uh, later on, either over the weekend or, or next week, I'm going to be featured on a, a joint podcast with some of our friends at Locked On Vegas Golden Knights to get their perspective. I think it'd be awesome to hear what they have to say about not only Vegas's chances, but what they feel the Jets might do against their team. Um, but all I can say is I think this Golden Knights team is quite honestly about as good of a first round opponent as you could have uh, if you're a wild card team. This is a chance for the Jets to also kind of rewrite the narrative. Winnipeg, ever since 2017-2018, has kind of been living in the shadow of not only that team, but that series lost to Vegas. That one was, for all of us, pretty darn heartbreaking. I don't know about you, but I feel like the Jets still have unfinished business, still have a, a score to settle, and it'd be really great if they could do it this year after having clinched against uh, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury in the regular season. How fitting was it to beat Minnesota, beat uh, Fleury, and secure your playoff berth against the guy who ended up eliminating you just a handful of years ago on what should have been Winnipeg's triumphant quest uh, uh, cup run, right? We all know that that team was probably one of the best NHL teams to not win a cup over the last several years. It was painful to see Winnipeg fall short. And sure, you know, as somebody who lives near D.C., it was great that the Caps won. But I think at the end of the day, I was really, really, really believing in this Jets team as the one to get it done. And it just it hasn't happened yet. Uh, and increasingly, it starts to it's starting to feel like the Jets are not going to accomplish it in the, the sort of time frame that we were hoping for. Right. It feels like over the next few years, this team is going to go through some pretty dra- uh, drastic and, and radical changes. What kinds of changes we're going to be experiencing? I, I don't know. But if any of the media that's come out from the team is any indication, the simple truth is that the Jets are not doing as well as they would like everyone to believe. And in fact, for them to essentially go on the offensive with ticket sales and talking about having the biggest ticket campaign of the last 11 years or so, to me, it starts to put a little bit of doubt in my mind about what the health of this squad is. We'll dive into why this particular playoff run kind of feels like the closing of a chapter and really all of this stuff that's been coming from the team, maybe putting some worry in, in the eyes of a lot of us fans. I think we're all kind of on edge with how um, things have kind of been portrayed recently. I have to be honest, the video that they put out about uh, Winnipeg forever or forever Winnipeg, whatever it was called. It it's, it's making me feel a little bit uneasy before we dive into um, some of the, broader and and higher level concerns with this team, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle, and every part needs to fit just right. Next time you need parts and accessories, don't wait. Head on over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit. If it doesn't, you get your money back. Just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop with eBay Motors, you can always be sure your confidence is well-placed. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. It's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
thanks for joining us on this edition of Locked On Jets. Obviously, we're excited for the playoffs, but you know, it, it, it does feel like there's been more tension around Winnipeg uh, and this team, especially over the past week and a half to two weeks, uh, than, than maybe I think some of us were expecting. Uh, a couple of days ago, the Jets put out a very strange video, uh, like foreverwinnipeg.ca and a whole website. Uh, that is the website, but like there was also like an accompanying video, but the whole campaign talking about um, the Jets needing to essentially secure attendance. That's kind of what it boils down to, right? And for me, it, it was kind of a strange message to send ahead of a playoff berth, especially when the fans, you know, you listen to Canada Life Center. Do they really sound like they're super amped even when the Jets win? Honestly, not not so much. I think every time we watch this team, we hear a lot of tentative support, right? A lot of folks not really sure if the team is performing well, if they're going to blow it. It just feels like everyone is kind of on edge watching the Jets. I mean, Winnipeg lost, what was it, last night to Colorado? It was a nothing burger game and no one really cares because at this point, the Jets season is over. They've already booked their ticket, and this was a chance to rest some starters. But if you had that game on home ice, right, you would probably struggle to hear the fans really get behind the team until the end of the game was assured. Uh, and I think for me, it, it starts to signal that in general, you know, the, the attendance for the Jets has been going down. Um, and the fact that they were asking for essentially fans to commit to buying more season tickets to keep the team in Winnipeg, A, was like a stunning message, and B, also tells us a lot about where this team's financials are at and where their mindset is. And quite honestly, I feel like for a number of really hardcore and diehard fans, it was a little bit insulting, I have to be honest. I don't know how it was received elsewhere, but if I was a really long-term, long-time season ticket holder and this came across my desk, I have a lot of questions, to be honest. And it feels like this playoff run that we're, we're about to watch, it feels like this is Winnipeg's last big chance for the foreseeable future. I don't know if, or to, you know, if attendance is going to crater, um, if the Jets have to go through a rebuild. Winnipeg is already talking about saving money with some of the trades and, and deals that they've been doing. You know, the lack of trade deadline movement this year really tells me that Winnipeg they're not doing as well financially as we as we'd hope. And and if the Jets are trying to cut salary going forward and, and get cheaper wages, that really puts the team in a tight position because Winnipeg is one of those teams that really relies on attendance, really relies on fan support, and doesn't have the biggest rink or market to work with. And that also means that, you know, the team itself is going to have some uh, expenditures that the Jets really can't afford. And I think my concern is not only is that going to bleed into the attendance, but it's also going to bleed into the roster quality. Do we really think Connor Hellebuck is coming back if you don't offer him like the world's most expensive deal? Got to be honest, probably not. So with all of that in mind, with one more season of everyone committed and in, uh, it just feels like this playoff run might be Winnipeg's last dance with the playoffs for um, uh, like this, this core, maybe even for the future of the team. There's a lot of uncertainty, and the more that we see the Jets trying to do some damage control with stuff like season ticket holder uh, issues, customer service issue, issues, all of this stuff just makes me feel a bit concerned about the health and longevity of the Winnipeg Jets. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's not even been two decades, but here we are with this team. I, I know that I was always on the, 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 the line saying, you know, I don't think the Jets are ever going to move again unless something 
unbelievably drastic happens. But then, you know, COVID really did change the market and landscape. Things have not been the same since the pandemic. And I, I don't know if Winnipeg has been able to really recover from not only the financial losses, but also the attendance losses. And we all know that the TV revenue is probably not going to compensate for that. So if butts aren't in the seats, it's going to be tough for the Jets to really do well. I guess my concern, though, is that Winnipeg also hasn't done its share to really bring fans back in. The in-arena atmosphere, you know, everyone kind of complains about it being very stale, very by the numbers, not very innovative. You know, they just added, what, laser graphics this year uh, to the projectors and stuff. That is something that, like most other, even small market teams elsewhere, already had going. Um, the the in-arena performances from other teams have generally been better. You know, you look at Vegas, right? Vegas is unmatchable and unbeatable in their presentation. It's unbelievable what they put on for their fans. And I would never expect the Jets to do that. But I think Winnipeg just has to do better with all of this. Uh, if, you, if you're going to have customers and you want them to be really committed to you, you've got to show that you are willing to invest in them. And I think that that is something that until recently, Winnipeg didn't think it had to worry about because the team is obviously uh, very popular and very successful in some areas. But I think overall, you know, the, the sands and the vibes are changing with this team. Winnipeg increasingly is finding itself dealing with financial realities that I don't, I don't think the team ever really anticipated. Fans are not voting uh, favorably with their wallets as much as they used to. Season ticket renewals are down. Game-by-game -game attendance on average is cratering. And it's it's leading to a uh, an experience with this team that I think puts the Jets at legitimate risk. Bettman, I, I, I'm sure, has already said something to the Jets about the attendance not being where it needs to be. And the fact that this campaign is happening makes me wonder just how long this team has left if things don't turn around. So a lot to consider, but in a little bit, I kind of want to spend at least a, a portion just talking about how critical it is for the Jets to really do well this playoffs. I think this run holds not only significance for the very near future, but ultimately for Winnipeg's longer term future, especially as it pertains to, you know, making money and making sure that this thing is a truly sustainable, profitable venture. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just wrapping up here and talking quickly about some final thoughts on uh, the future of the Winnipeg Jets and, and, and where this team is going and why I feel like this playoff run more than any other is tremendously important for the future of the team. We talked about the Jets recently putting out some messaging that, quite frankly, scared a lot of us. I think if you're a fan who has been following this team since the beginning or even uh, into the early stages of the, of the team, and you've tracked how it's happened uh, or what's happened with the team since the pandemic's hit, you're keenly aware that the team is probably not doing as well as it was hoping for, right? Financials are tight, salaries are having to come down, and it just feels like the Jets in general are, are struggling to really connect the dots on how to make ends meet, which when you're backed up by one of the most wealthy men in Canada, makes you wonder how all that's happening. But I think the reality is the Jets are operating and trying to make themselves a self-sustaining business. And True North has its hands in many pots. The Jets are just one of them. And while the Jets are certainly very successful, you do have to wonder if Winnipeg is starting to think about, uh, or if, if True North is starting to think about life after the Jets. I, I don't know, to be honest. I don't really know what the mindset of this team is. I don't know what the front office is thinking about for long-term projections. But all I can say is attendance 
hasn't been where it needs to be, and the Jets really need to sell the barn out. That for me is why this playoff important or playoff run is so important, especially for getting fans to kind of re up. You know, I've heard plenty of horror tales about uh, customer service with season ticket holders not being great, but if you want to get people to commit, I think step one is just icing a product that doesn't suck. And for the past few years, the Jets have made the playoffs, sure, but how often did anyone believe in this team? I, I think aside from just occasional some some fun fan moments like sweeping the Oilers and all that, I don't think any of us really felt that this team had championship caliber quality, not since 2017-2018. And with the pandemic continuing to set in, ticket prices not being super affordable for some folks, and a general lack of communication and vision for the team and direction from the front office, I think all of this is conspiring to put the Jets in a very bad state with the fan base. I have to imagine that a lot of fans just are kind of fed up with the team sort of ambling along and not really showing us what the direction is. Meanwhile, True North is investing in other parts of the city, doing all sorts of dealings and doing new buildings and stuff. And, you know, it just feels like at times the Jets are a very secondary concern, which, again, is understandable. Real estate's kind of the big power thing. That's where so much funding and money comes from. So for the Jets, I I think it's important for the team to try and find a way to advance out of this first round. Um, If you get into the second and third rounds, suddenly Winnipeg starts to look like a real uh, contender, right? A team that can potentially do some damage or at least ride Hellebuck long enough for something good to happen. And it's a lot of pressure on the players. You really need Shifley to step up, Wheeler to kind of turn back the clock, Morrissey to continue playing like a Norris caliber defender, Hellebuck to be in, you know, complete Vesna control. All of these guys are going to have to pull double duty for a team that you know, in the past hasn't always lived up to expectations. But I feel like if this team can show us something special, go on a really deep run, get the city behind it, maybe just maybe we can kind of stem at least some of the bleeding and turn the direction of the team around. Winnipeg, just honestly, Winnipeg just needs something good to happen. I know that that sounds really silly and really stupid and very cliche, but I think this team more than anything needs a win, needs a victory, needs something to get the fan base back in. A lot of us, I think, are, are more lapsed uh, in our fandoms than, you know, uh, I think any of us ever really expected. COVID not only did a number on attendance, but I think it also did a number on the fan passion. And the fact that the Jets have generally made very few changes um, to the, the staffing and everything and the front office has put fans uh, in a position to where they look at this team and they say, why would I commit to something that doesn't seem interested in changing and evolving? I think for the Jets, that's a very big focus over the next few years. I think Winnipeg really needs to look internally and see how to get fans to really support this and this this team back to where it was a couple of years ago and find a way to get fans to trust the team again. I think that is a very uh, difficult task, and I'm not saying it's easy, but I think it's the one the Jets are going to have to find a way to pull off. I don't know if they can do it. I don't know if it's going to happen before the team starts running into issues with relocation. I hope it never happens. I hope that is a concern that's essentially useless and meaningless, but all I can say is um, this playoff run, I, I think, really has the potential to either really put the Jets on the map in terms of staying in Winnipeg or start to indicate um, declining ability to maintain this team where it is. Let me know what you think about all of this. Do you feel like the Jets are edging closer to relocation more than you'd like? Not imminently, for sure, but you know, five to ten years from now, do you think the team's still going to be around? Are you worried about it? 
you know, what do you make of the team's messaging? Drop your thoughts and comments below and also how you feel about this upcoming playoff season. Or are you excited? Are you concerned? Are you feeling the way that I feel about this being a really important playoff run? Again, drop your thoughts and comments uh, below in the uh, YouTube's comments section. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Everydayers, tune in next week to, again, get some previews and thoughts on our upcoming series with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Going to be a really tough one, and I'm hoping that the Jets can pull it off, but we will just have to wait and see what the hockey gods have in store for us. Like I said, though, thanks so much for listening. I will catch you all next week. Have a great night, and as always, go Jets go.